Hey, so I have received this very, very juicy question for Ask Joanna and Skylar. So this question says, does Skylar, what does Skylar have to say about crop circles? Let's get into it. Hey, and a very warm welcome to the Into the Light Web podcast with me, your hostess, Joanna Hunter, metaphysical teacher, spiritual life and business coach, published author, and the high priestess of the Light Web, a spiritual technology that will change your life. This is the place to be to talk everything under the Light Web from consciousness, relationships, to money, to spiritual business, and everything in between. So, Skylar has rather a lot to say about crop circles. It's very exciting. I was recently down in Wiltshire, um, feeling very, very called to that area to see like Stonehenge and Avebury Stones. And I had really no idea what to expect because I'd never been down that way in the country. And um, it was absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. So if you get an opportunity to go down that area, I would definitely, definitely suggest it. But I also um, felt really called to go and check out the crop circles in Wiltshire. So in Wiltshire, uh, there is actually a crop circle exhibition. And it is very, very fascinating stuff indeed. And also as well, if you live in the UK and you think that crop circles happen once in a blue moon, the biggest shock for me being down there is realizing that there is actually a crop circle season and that they happen multiple times a month during that summer season when the crops are growing, which is really crazy. So what does Skylar have to say about crop circles? So Skylar says that crop circles are galactic communication. And they also say to me that crop circles are actually kind of generated on accident and on purpose at the same time. (laughs) Let me get into it. So basically, when these little orbs or ET craft basically go over the land, what they're actually doing is they're refueling on a type of electromagnetic energy source. They're like recharging their batteries, if you like. As they recharge their batteries, there is um, like an energy exchange between that craft and our actual planet. And that can create patterns in in the the corn or the, not the corn, but the, the crops. So it can create patterns. And so at first, way back when, and we're talking, this has literally been happening for hundreds of years. The first recorded uh, crop circle um, in written form is from the 15th century. So it has been happening for a very, very, very long time. And um, according to Skylar, what happens with crop circles is that they happen over a geomagnetic like places that are, have a special attribute um, where the magnetism of the planet itself um, is able to be used as a fuel source is what they um, have said to me. So they go over these fields and they're literally recharging, refueling 
Um, and it would leave an almost kind of random pattern into the into the crop. But now the patterns are left with intention because they are left as messages for humans. So many of the patterns are actually a free energy. So they are like schematics of free energy. They are schematics of divine numbers, divine frequencies, musical frequencies that can help the earth and heal the earth. So there's a lot now that's left um, there and lots of information exchange. So this is what Skylar's take is on. But primarily they are being used not just to give messages, but primarily they are there um, refueling. <laughs> and while they're there, it's a bit like being at a garage and then kind of graffitiing the place and saying, Joanna was here, right? Um, it's like refueling, but as they're refueling, they realize that they could leave messages because as they refuel anyway, what happens is that it does create random patterns, but now they've been able to create like intentional patterns and the patterns are very much intentional and they're there for us. Um, and so this is why there are certain fields is what Skylar and I, this is something that you guys are going to have to go out and check for me because I have not checked this, but there is certain fields that get more activity than others is what Skylar says. And um, that's because they are literally geomagnetic, like hotspots where they're, these crafts are able to easily refuel and harness the geomagnetic energy of our planet. So there's a special signature in those places. Um, and that is literally what Skylar's take on it is as well. Skylar are... Um, very open about um, extra extraterrestrial contact from us and our planet. So um, Skylar uh, teaches basically that we are part of a galactic community and that humans are in a very like kind of um, funny place in evolution and development so we are in what Skylar calls a 50-50 place of evolution and development which means it can go either way which makes our planet very um, interesting to other global and galactic races um, because it literally could go either way we could move back into a much much deeper period of darkness or we can choose to move into greater light and evolution and ascension and so right at the moment earth is um, a very very interesting place to be um, uh, in our level of spiritual development at the moment because um, some societies according to Skylar the galactic societies at this stage of in the past of when they have been in similar stages to what the earth is at the moment, it can go either way. So the earth can declare itself for the light or the earth ends up falling into darkness and falling into a lower vibrational frequency. And so at the moment, it makes earth a very, very exciting place indeed for 
extraterrestrial visits and things like that as well. So I find that really interesting and fascinating. Um, we are subject to the law of duality within the earth grids, um, which means that for every energy, there's an equal and opposite energy. And so really the only way out of a system like that is to really move into ascension or completely choose the dark, right? And so there is, um, it is a, a kind of um, funny time in the evolution of earth according to Skylar and this is why so many people are beginning to channel this is why so many people are making galactic contact this is why so many councils many of my clients channel like the council of flight the council of orion or the um, I have one client who channels the council of we um, you know, there is so many of my clients that are now channeling. And the reason why all of these extraterrestrial connections are being made is because Earth is in this kind of 50-50, could go either way. Um, and um, the communities that are at much higher vibrations are stepping in en masse and saying, listen, you know, here's a better way for Earth. Here's a, a better plan for Earth. Um, and they are empowering and encoding beings at this point in time, which is why we have so many star seeds on this planet at the moment. So we have so many star seeds, people who identify as not really originally coming from Earth and feeling like somebody dropped them off and they're wondering when the mothership is going to come and pick them up and the reason for that is because there is um so much a opportunity right now for earth to rise in consciousness because our galactic brethren are part of a system uh, a system of planets um and all planets all life in the universe is connected intrinsically. Now, Skylar teaches this in a set of teachings known as the soul shard. So the soul shard teachings are that every version of you, every expression of you as a physical being exists all on a soul shard. So one of the things that's a little bit difficult to swallow with that teaching is when people say, you know, oh, that person has their demons, right? And the, and the reason why they have their demons and not has a demon as in something separate to them is that actually there is a demonic version of every human being. There is also a demonic version, but there is also an angelic version. So the, every single version of us exists, including our galactic family. And this is why they're so concerned about Earth at the moment. This is why Earth is literally within the galaxy, a hot, hot topic. Because um, if we move into a higher level of consciousness and into a higher level of ascension, it will affect the whole soul shard. So you can't elevate one part of the soul shard without other parts of the soul shard being elevated. So it will create a ripple effect. So if you imagine Earth is literally right in the middle, and then on one side we have the darker elements, and then on the other side we have the lighter element. And if Earth takes an ascension towards the light, 
then the ripple effect is made into the darkness as well. So it will elevate everybody. So this is part of collective galactic consciousness. So Earth has a collective consciousness. Collective consciousness is more than a theory. It's a proven scientific fact. Um, there's been many, many experiments done to prove the validity of collective consciousness. Well, our collective consciousness is Earth-based. And then beyond that, we have galactic collective consciousness and where earth is right now in the in its evolutionary development it is in our interest to move so the question originally was from elena and she was asking about crop circles and i know i've gone off on a little bit of a tangent there but i think it's quite an interesting tangent and this is why i believe that there is an increase in crop circles and why there are so many crop circles now crop circles are not just a england phenomenon they are a global phenomenon they happen all over europe they happen in america they happen even in china they happen all over the world and again according to Skylar they're really happening where there is geomagnetic hotspots um, in the early early days of crop circles so way back when um, over hundreds of years ago uh, it would be left random patterns just from them literally moving the energy and exciting the energy to be able to extract the energy from these geomagnetic points um, and then uh, later on they realize hey we could if we move the energy in certain ways we will actually can leave messages and um, and that is what we are seeing today we see actual messages in the fields and these messages are sometimes um, based in mathematics they're based in sacred geometry they're based in vibration frequency so sometimes they're sharing frequencies with us that can be very beneficial to us they sometimes they're actually sharing like schematics of free energy machines um, so there's a lot of information. The information, um, what Skylar says, that if you are into crop circles and you're looking at crop circles, what Skylar really shares on crop circles is that they are multidimensional messages. So although we are seeing them in three dimensions, we're, you know, if you're actually in a crop circle, you'll see them as a three-dimensional thing. And if you're flying above them, you will see them as a two-dimensional thing of them being a pattern. And if you see pictures of crop circles, you're seeing them two-dimensionally. What Skylar wants us to appreciate is that the message is actually multi-dimensional. So it goes beyond um, the first layer is the first dimension, which is pure information. So there is pure information in the message. Two-dimension is obviously the image itself. That itself will have... Um, significance then there is a three-dimensionality to it as well so we can imagine it even bigger as three dimensions there's also fourth fifth and sixth dimensions so the fourth dimension is time and space so there is also a correlation to the time and the space that these are created so there is that level of multi-dimensionality and then we move into fifth dimension which is where the earth is actually ascending into and the fifth dimension is a, an all-encompassing or a larger awareness 
So this larger awareness, the best way that I can describe this larger awareness is when people who have taken things like psychedelics, for instance, where they are experiencing um, what would be quote unquote scientifically known as hallucinations, although they're not, um, when they are um, experiencing psychedelics, what they're experiencing is the veil between this life and another dimension thinning and the ability to actually be in the third dimension while viewing fifth dimensional space, which is why things get really trippy or why there's entities and energies and aliens and things that people insist on meeting in these um, levels of frequency. So according to Sky the messages are go all the way into the fifth, sixth, and even sometimes seventh dimension. So um, the seventh dimension is very, very hard to describe to us who are inhabiting third dimensional space. So one of the things that we can do to experience these higher states or higher dimensions with this information is really using the images to meditate upon. In meditation, we're actually able to transcend third dimensional space and fourth dimensional space. So that's why when people meditate, they don't, they feel often very, um, like they think maybe only two minutes is gone and actually they've been meditating for 15 or time has ceased to move in the normal way that it moves because time is relative to the observer. That is what Einstein was trying to prove with his theory of relativity. And um, so within, um, you know, so we're transcending, so we know that we're transcending even fourth dimension and that's why meditation, so meditating upon crop circles can also yield the ability to go into the multi-dimensional facets of the information that is being shared. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. If you have a question for me and Skylar, then all you need to do is find the link below this video to submit your question. And if you're successful, we let you know that your question is going to be answered and we'll link the episode to you. Uh, and we might answer those questions on social media as well. So if we get a lot of questions, what we do is we'll either make them into a podcast episode or we will answer them on social media as well. So I hope that you have enjoyed this uh, message and I will speak to you guys soon.